Hey guys, this is Mike Vidano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Sarcastic Remarks, along with Chris Chambers. I am Ryan Chambers, and we are doing this PGR very late. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, probably for a very good reason, though, at the same time. So it, it just okay. so happened that... Chris and I's schedule is just absolutely insane right now. Chris had a date. I had work stuff that I had to do. But, you know, honestly, after that game, Chris, I felt like it was good to step back and think on it for a little bit before we overreact emotionally. What do you think? Yeah, I think most people wouldn't have wanted to watch a podcast about that game anyway. (laughs) Right. So maybe we won't even entitle this a PGR. Maybe we'll just call it something else when we throw it on... uh, when we throw it on our uh, RSS well, we got to keep it consistent. Right. So, Okay, so uh, Stars lost on Saturday night. We're recording this on Monday night um, with the final score of 5 to nothing, which was a very underwhelming, you know, score considering we were expecting a more exciting game. And uh, a lot of people were hoping that with as bad as the Stars are doing right now, that this Stanley Cup final rematch would get the Stars into gear. And obviously that wasn't the case. No, it it did not. (laughs) Offensively, they looked decent, especially in the first period, but defensively, it was atrocious. It was awful. Well, and it was just a... It just seemed like a, a couple of things that just... They, they, we always find some way to lose with one thing or another. And it just, uh, so and sometimes it might be our power play, and sometimes that might be our goaltending, and other times it might be <laughs> penalty kill. We can't, you know, whatever. And uh, last night it just seemed like it was a culmination of multiple different things. So, like, over the course of this, you know, we won two games in 12, two out of 12 games we've won. And it just seemed like out of those 12 games, those 10 that we lost, it seemed like there was like one thing that we could point to to be like, okay, it was a lack of urgency, or they weren't skating, or the power play didn't work, or the penalty kill didn't work, or the goaltending was kind of eh. It was all those on Saturday. Yeah, this game was everything. Was every, everything sucked. Yeah. And, and we didn't have any big players to help pull us out of it either. Like, again, we keep talking about injuries, but that's – it's definitely a thing like you can't ignore it so well and we talked about it was about... literally everything like it was power play it was penalty kill it was five on five it was literally everything so and and again it was we didn't play a full 60 minutes well we like, didn't like even the, we played barely we, 10 <laughs> well in, in the first period i thought we played okay the we first period down, was decent yes we were down one to nothing and it, it felt was like a... we could have been up one nothing Right, exactly. So it's, again, one of those periods where we felt like we outperformed our opponent, but it didn't show that way on the scoreboard. And then when uh, Sorelli got that shorthanded goal, that, that just... Game was like, over. That was yeah. it. <laughs> and, <laughs> Stars and, and, are done. And it was it was that feeling of, uh, oh, crap, here we go again. And I haven't felt like this since... And I know we went 1-7-1 and last year, but I haven't felt it like that since two years ago that's and and that was when we were you know not doing too hot 
you know, yeah. e- even though we won the against Nashville in the first round in the playoffs two years ago, that there was just something about that team and the difference between last year's team. So the two years ago team versus the one year ago team. The one year ago team in the playoffs, it felt like there was always something that we could do to get that extra spark, get that get that goal when we needed it, get that save when we needed it. And I didn't feel anxious about a game. But as soon as we went down one nothing, I got really anxious. Like something yeah. bad's about to happen. That, that's the and difference that, between watching a winning team and watching a losing team. <laughs> like right, when the shorthanded and, goal went in, I was like, oh, okay, the goal's over the game's over. But like in the playoffs last season, I wouldn't have thought that at all. I would have thought like we're still very much in this game. But since we've been playing awful, I've kind of reverted into losing team fan mode. And like right, after a it, shorthanded goal to begin the second after you were doing decent, like that's kind of a killer. Well, and it seemed to be that like the reason, and I, I put this up on Twitter, the, the reason why this sucks so bad and why it really sucks is because we had expectations for this team, right? In this so, game especially. Well, and, and especially this game. Even, even though that we've been on a giant losing streak and we've been sucking it up, and you, you, we did, we, it, let me rephrase that. We haven't, we've been sucking it up in certain aspects of the game, but we, we haven't, haven't been, been winning the thing that we needed, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the, if we didn't have expectations for this team, then and and we were expected not to make the playoffs, then you know the Stars fans would, would feel okay about it. Especially those of us that are hardcore fans like you and me, we'd be like, okay, that's fine. We're just this is a rebuilding year. We will yeah. get there eventually again. But with the players that we have, and specifically the old players that we have. Yeah, this is not a rebuilding. This team. is not. This is not a good thing this is really not a good thing and this and as soon as that second goal went in it it, it completely deflation and then we you know as goals were being scored twitter exploded facebook exploded uh, instagram exploded and it's just like all right trying to time to tear this team down time to fire yeah. bonus time to get rid of such and such how, how, what do you think this? What do you think this player's value is if, if we go and trade him to this team? And what, what do you think we can get? Can we get Line A or can we get you know? I mean, whoever. Yeah. The big reaction like that is like like we said, it's the combination of we felt like this team should have been good to start, even w- without our good players, and we had expectations for this game that the team would step up in this game because it was that Stanley Cup rematch, and those are completely both of those ex- expectations were exploded in this game. Like it wasn't close. We didn't play good at all. <laughs> we 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 were humiliated. We were sh- we were shown that we were not on their level at all. At least in the Florida games, it, we we could play with them. We could not play with Tampa Bay. It wasn't close at all. Right, so and it- th- that's what caused that big uproar. And like again, I don't know if it's warranted yet. I, I keep leaning more towards that every game. This game pushed me more than the other games did, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. So a lot of people are saying that uh, that bonus needs to be fired. I think that's an appropriate response. I mean, if the team is doing this bad when they should be a decent team, that that's something that you can do to change things up. Like, there's honestly... A trade right now, I think, is an awful idea with the expansion draft coming up with the older players that we have, who are we going to trade? We have so many no movement clauses. 
I think a trade's a stupid idea. I think the only thing you could do is to fire the coach, even if you do anything. I'm not saying that's the right decision. I'm not saying it's Bones' fault. I'm just saying if management wants to do to do something, that's the only thing they can do. So I, I wouldn't disagree with the decision to do it. It would obviously shake things up and might even work. It's been working recently in the NHL for whatever reason. But it'll it's especially hard because Bones is a player's coach. Like Everybody likes him. Like people like playing for Bones because he, he's a good guy well, from everything he's a good I've guy, heard. Guy, right? Yeah. Regardless of what you yeah. think, he's a good person. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously he, a good person. We all know he's that. No, he's not. He's not a John Tortorella or a Mike Babcock or any yeah. of those kind of coaches. He's a good guy. But the the thing is, is that does he, it, unlike John Tortorella, he doesn't have an edge to him. Well, he and does. Like, you see, you the, see it on the, the bench. That, well, sort of. And I think the most we've seen, you know, especially in front of the media, was when uh, Dobby missed practice. He was late to practice. And he was just like, I've got rules and you better follow them. And that was the most that we saw, you know. You mean, that, I, 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 I disagree with that. I feel like he's got an edge. Like, to, to bench your starting goalie who's been playing awesome and then to, like, the way he, like, screams at refs, like, all the time. Like, I love that crap. So I think he's definitely got an edge. I just don't think, like, Something's not working, right? That's my only issue. So I wouldn't say he's doing anything wrong specifically, but something is not functioning correctly. This is almost the same team that took the Tampa Bay Lightning, who were barely injured, to six games when we had nobody on our team left. We were starting rookies who had played, like, a handful of NHL games. So the the team's not that different. The team is still good if last season is correct, which I don't think you can go to the Stanley Cup final on a fluke. And something's got to change, and, and we know, can't like- we can't get our good players back yet. So some the only something I think that's left is either a trade or the coach to change. And I've already said why I don't like a trade. Well, and I, I like how you mentioned the, the word fluke because, uh, like weeks after Tampa won the Stanley Cup, lots of media members were say, were not necessarily saying and coming out and saying this but kind of insinuating that the Stars run to the Stanley Cup final was a fluke and it, that we got lucky. And in in some ways we did get lucky, but you don't get lucky as a bad team. Yeah, you, you still have to be luck. a good team. You, you have, have to be a top 10 team at, at least to get to the Stanley Cup final. Even if we're completely lucky, we could be 100% lucky, which we totally weren't, and we still could have gone. Because like we went and we took them to six with nobody left on our team. And the, our, the players who were playing best were playing injured. Way more injured than the Lightning were. Mm-hmm. We saw that in the in the after action report. <laughs> I use finger quotes, but yeah. So I think that's full crap. I think this team is good. We're missing great players, but we still shouldn't be this bad. So I think firing Bones is a decent idea. It's better than doing nothing, which is what Nils doing right now. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's the right decision right now. And the the thing is is so you and- just do nothing and let them write it out. I see. I don't know what the solution is, though. I, but I don't think that firing Bones is the solution. Because you know, as as much as people want to say, oh, it's his fault that the it's ultimately his fault that the team is sucking it up. It's not 100 percent his fault. I'm not saying that. It, I'm saying something's got to change. Something it doesn't change, have to be the but... thing that's wrong that changes for stuff to to, to move around. Okay, right? that's a good like, that's a good point. Yeah, like in baseball, like we, you go smaller baseball a guy is in a slump he changes 
weights on his bat from <laughs> by one ounce to try and break a slump. Or like you, you saw there was a funny video of Bryce Harper cut up his batting gloves and then he went without batting gloves because he was in a slump. Like that stuff doesn't actually change how you're batting. It's like a mental it's a mental thing. thing. So a big it's... jog like that could change things up for the team. So now, that's now... all it is. I don't think Bones is doing anything specifically wrong. I personally don't think he's a great coach, and I've said that, but like I don't think it's his fault. He, he can I rephrase it? He's not a good head coach. He's a great assistant, I would say. I think he's a decent head coach. Wait, wait, is, do you think he's a great assistant coach? Oh, I think he's a great assistant coach. Yeah, but I think he's okay. a good head coach. I just disagree with the um, way he does stuff. <laughs> so it, here's the other thing that bothered me about uh, the game. So we questioned the decision that he made in uh, the game before, right? He he made yeah. that a time he, you know, whatever. Again, there was another instance where I thought that he should have called a timeout and he didn't. And he he never called the timeout, right? Yeah. Well, that's just bones. Like he doesn't use the timeout, right? Yeah, but yeah, but when you're when you're especially in a game like this. When you're expecting a different result, you're expecting you know your team to play, to to perform better. When was the right time to make the timeout? And I have an answer, but what what's your answer? I don't know. I don't know if there's a good one. Honestly, maybe after the short, if I'm being a super aggressive, maybe after the shorthanded goal. But honestly, there wasn't really like back-to-back goals at any time which is when you would normally use it in the middle of a game but my thing was it should have been called after the third goal maybe there should have been a timeout dobby should have been taken out because that third goal regardless of whether it's pulled after whether regardless of whether it's stamkos or not he because he was the one that scored the goal it was not well it no it wasn't stamkos stamkos scored the last one okay whoever scored the third goal it was braden point it was not a shot that Dobby couldn't stop that that should have been stopped by Dobby that and that's not and I'm not saying that that this game is his fault at all it's not like that second goal was great play by Sorelli and same thing with the first goal they were both good things but that third goal that's when you know the momentum was already headed in Tampa Bay's favor right two nothing that was a huge sucker punch that third one was the final punch in the gut and if you wanted any sort of chance to win this game, you needed to take him out. And like and you that, said, that it's not because the time that it, is that is the exact time that he should have called the timeout. Let everybody chillax for a second, sit there and yell at his players to get their butts in the gear and take Dobby out. Because even on the fifth goal, the fifth goal that that was another shot that Dobby. It, it was still a better goal than the third goal, but that's still one that he normally gets. Yeah, so and like you said, it's not 100% Dobby's fault that they were down 3-0. We obviously couldn't score a freaking goal, but it's the same thing we were talking about. Why fire the coach might be a big, might be a good thing. You got to change, change something. the momentum. Change you got to do something, something to change the momentum. And, and right now, overall in the season, the momentum is going the wrong way. And in that game, the momentum was very much going the wrong way. So now here's the other thing I want to talk about. Um, they... In, in the post game with uh, Brian Ray and Sevi, uh, which they do a great job, by the way. Shout out to those two guys. They do an awesome job, especially uh, Brian ever since he's come in. I, I've loved his commentary, and he's he's kind of built up some chemistry with Sevi. They're kind yeah. of funny sometimes. I, I really like, like, 
just real quick on that. I really like the way like Brian kind of stays out of the way, lets Sevy do most of the breakdowny stuff. Mm-hmm. I I really like the like he doesn't try and break stuff down because he's not he, he, a hockey he player. Try, <laughs> he doesn't try too hard. Yeah, he yeah. gets the perspective of the hockey player. Good. Yeah. Anyways, so um, they do a great job. But they talked about uh, the statistical analysis between the one seven and one start from last year and the one five and three start from this year. And the start after the first four wins. Yes, after the first yeah. four wins. Start. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> start. So not including the first four games. Those don't count. That was against Nashville and Detroit. Okay, whatever. I'm talking about the the recent past games, and it's very eerily scary how similar those numbers are. And I thought about that, and I was just like, okay, maybe that means that they're going to be able to dig themselves out of this hole. Okay, here's the difference though. When we had that one seven and one start, we had excuses for that. Okay, one of the things was Pavelski was getting used to his uh, surroundings, and we also had Bishop. And Sagan at that point. We had players that could pull us out of, of that hole. We don't have those guys right now. So my question is, is do we pull ourselves out of this? And if we do pull ourselves out of this, who pulls us out? Uh, I think a, a more important question is, does it matter if we can? Like, there's less games. There's 56. There's not 82. Like we're, I think we're gonna run out of time. This is what we were talking about in the preseason, uh, podcast, right? We can't have the bad start that we had last year. There's not enough games to come back from it. I don't know if there's gonna be enough hockey games to come back from it. Like Sagan and Ben aren't gonna come back soon enough. They're not gonna come back at full power, <laughs> to use Dragon Ball Z stuff. <laughs> but coming, <laughs> coming, ha! Exactly. <laughs> but like, they're not gonna make enough difference quickly. It's gonna take them a about a month to get back to full form I'd, I'd say and i think we're out of time by then like i know we just got to make the playoffs but chicago's looking good like chicago is Which looking is like weird. they're gonna take a spot well that so. that the that the brinket uh kane combo which is normally the kane taves combo all of a sudden seems to click on all cylinders right now and just the way that i love watching them play they just work so hard it's an awesome team to watch but well yeah, and, and it I, looks I, like we got to beat them is what it looks like either them or columbus and, yep. and looking I think at chicago. it right now i think it's chicago and that's and that's scary because yeah. and uh honestly debrinket i love debrinket because he's a small guy so he's like us where he's a small dude he's like five eight five nine i think playing in the nhl so i mean that's awesome but uh I, I don't know if we can pull ourselves out of this, Chris. I really don't. Now, on now, the nice thing about all of these games and what's awesome about these games is I think we can pull ourselves out of this. And for one reason only. <laughs> you just totally contradicted yourself. I know, I know. And now, <laughs> it, it, l- l- let me rephrase it. If we have a chance to... Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can pull ourselves out of this. But now, let me tell you. I think we can pull ourselves out of this. I, 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 I want to believe we can pull ourselves out of this. If we can pull ourselves out of this, the only reason why we can is because we're playing divisional opponents. So these games are not two-point games. They can, they're four-point games. So all of these opponents that we have uh, games still against, we need to be able to beat. And honestly, we need to win... 70% of the games, 60, 70% of the remaining games. 
and and this is the last day you know that we have a two-day break between games and then you and I are going to be really busy especially on the weekends because there's a game every Saturday and every Sunday for like the next five or six weeks that's so, awesome yep it now it is gonna, be, gonna fun. be fun it's gonna be fun but at the same time it might not be fun if the stars aren't, aren't yeah. performing well so uh so uh last question and then we'll we'll kind of wrap this up um the word of the day it seemed like coming out of the press conferences at the end of the game was the word self-reflection so what do you think the stars need to self-reflect on in order to get themselves continue to get going in the uh in the season to get going again oh you're back Oh, did I mess up? Yeah, it went away. <laughs> All right, long story, long story short, short. Bones said that self-reflection is needed. What do we need to self-reflect on as the stars? Uh, they need to look at their paychecks and see how much money they're getting paid to skate around on ice and hit rubber into twine <laughs> and figure out how to motivate themselves to actually skate faster and harder. We need like, to see At our... least show some work ethic. Like You see Chicago, they're getting paid way less than these guys, and they're working their butts off to try and make it in the NHL, and it's working out awesome for them. That's why it's so much fun to watch. It's just a bunch of kids trying to prove that they are NHL hockey players, and pretty much all of them have done it. Like, they're all playing great. It's a deep team with four lines that can roll at you all the time that will always work hard and forecheck you hard for the puck every single time. Find that, or don't take such a big paycheck. Right. Okay. Uh... Anything else you wanted to say before we close up? Yeah, I'm going to keep going on that. The Stars were known as, like, the team that everyone hated to play against, right? You heard that a lot last season. Like, I want to be the guy nobody likes playing against. Well, right now, it looks like a lot of fun to play against the Dallas Stars. Like, a lot of fun. Like, you can just go out there and throw up five points, come from behind in the third period when you're down two goals. Like, it looks like a lot of fun to play against the Dallas Stars. So... Go find that I want to be the guy it's hard to play against because right now they don't have it. Like, none of them. None of them look hard to play against. It looks pretty freaking easy. I think the solution is you simplify the game. You simplify the game. Do this. Do the, do the little stuff right. Yeah, throw hits and forecheck. That's, like, if you can't yeah. score a goal, at least I'll muscle them. Yeah, seriously, so... All right, uh, along with uh, Chris, I'm Ryan Chambers. Thank you all for tuning in in to Sarcastic Remarks today. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter and at SarcasticR and Instagram at Sarcastic Remarks Podcast, and you can also like us on Facebook. And uh, we will be back with you guys uh, tomorrow night as we hopefully get revenge on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Real quick, Chris, who starts tomorrow? Oh shoot! <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, dude. I'm not the coach. <laughs> don't Otter. ask me. Otter. Otter's gonna get the start. All right, I'll just agree with you, Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Good night, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side.